this podcast is just our opinions and facts gathered on the internet, and we do not wish to offend or cause any harm. Quick apology for mistakes we make in this podcast, whether it's saying the wrong thing, getting our facts wrong, or our bad pronunciation of names, cities, etc. We also do not have the correct equipment yet, and we're calling over FaceTime overseas. Therefore, excuse our sound quality, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome. This is Alex Taylor. And this is Kara Moore, and you're listening to Alex and Kara's Gen Z Convo. Today we'll be discussing... Um, Black Lives Matter movement, and also, um, I think, racism, especially against um, African Americans in in the U.S., yeah, after we give you a five-minute rundown of the past week's world news. Take it over, Cara. All right, so the president of Belarus has been in office for 27 years, and to many of his followers, this seems to be something that was his choice and not theirs. In the show last week tonight with the host of John Oliver, he discusses some of the president's most recent problems. To summarize, the president doesn't seem to have a lot of support from his citizens. More specifically, only 3% of the population actually supports him, but obviously all of this has been denied by the president himself. There's also been news about around last August about an activist against Lukashenko, which is the president of Belarus, who was found hanged in a park, but was concluded to look like a suicide. That is so strange. It's very suspicious. Yeah, I mean, this is just... All theoretical, hypothetical. I think he did it. I don't know why. I think he might have ordered it, but still. Yeah. I, I loosely, I have a little from from what I can remember from the episode that I watched. Loosely, there was um a little thing about how he sent uh fighter jets to bring down an airplane, and on that airplane was a journalist who was working on a piece, I think, about him. Um, I'm just loosely kind of just trying to remember when I watched the episode, but it was something like that. And I think also one of the reporters, um, who was covering one of the story from him said that you're not, she wasn't allowed to film his head. It was only about it, like, or his face. It was only his voice, which I think I find quite strange, but yeah. he seems to be very strict with his country. I think so. It's, it's kind of strange. He seems to be a little corrupt. But this is everything we say here is hypothetical. hypothetical. We don't want to get in trouble. We don't. It's all a hypothetical situation, you know. It is. Everything is a theory. (laughs) Yeah, my whole life is a theory, so it's fine. Um, Yeah, this is too psychological for now. All right, next, 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 next point. So on the fifth of September, uh, a WTP-led humanitarian convoy of a hundred trucks carrying three thousand five hundred metro tons of food and other life-saving assistance breached the Tigray region. On the twentieth anniversary of the attack on Twin Towers in New York City, light beams were shone in the place of where the World Trade Center once stood. The World Health Organization said there were about four million. Co- COVID cases reported globally last week, marking the first major drop in new infections in more than two months. In recent weeks, there have been about 4.4 million new COVID cases in its weekly updated release on Tuesday. The UN Health Agency said every region in the world saw a drop in COVID-19 cases compared to the previous week. So a a lot of uh, good and bad news makes it to one little point there. Yeah. But I see that... Yeah, honestly... 
Um, sorry. Sorry, I'm so sorry. It is so bad. Um, but I think with the new, I think with the Delta variant, um, it's really increasing. I think the cases. Yeah, but it. it it's I feel like this is like. Least. It's going up and down a lot. Yeah, I think it that's is. something that's going on a lot around the whole whole world, which is kind of it's kind of we're all living in weird times right now. Yeah. So. So more COVID updates. So according to CNN, children now represent a quarter of the current COVID cases in the USA. That's a quarter a of the whole. That's a lot. That is, that's a lot. That's like 28.6% if I remember. No, so over there. I don't know. Oh. You, you, do, you do the math. You do the math. I don't know. Is it 25% so, if it's a quarter? I don't know. I think it was like 26.8. It was a little over 25%. Okay. Yeah, the update was reported after the flood of the start of the new school year coming back in full swing. Doctors are imploring parents to take vaccination to help protect their children, as many of them are not eligible to take vaccines themselves. Yeah, I completely agree. I think protect the children with the vaccine. It's not about protecting yourself, but it's also about protecting others, I think. Yeah, that is something that definitely um, I kind of just kind of realized through this whole pandemic is sometimes you've got to do things for the sake of other people, like quarantine, getting vaccinations, you're just masks. following the guidelines. Masks. Yeah, wear masks, definitely. Sometimes it's not just about you, it's about other people as well, which is, I think this whole pandemic is really showing. Yeah. Us. All right, so the next point we have um, is how uh, WHO or the World Health Organization is currently monitoring a new coronavirus variant called um, MU or MU, which the agency says that has mutations that have been potential to evade immunity provided by a previous COVID-19 infection or vaccination. Oh my gosh, this is scary. Okay, so I do realize that you may have had some of these points uh, last week already, but just a little quick summary of uh, what's going on in Afghanistan. Uh, Afghanistan right now is facing a huge economical despair right now. Their economics is dropping insanely. They're running out of food, and their country is their country is like walking towards starvation and famine, and um, homelessness is like rising a lot as well and the banks are imploring the taliban to release some sort of government funds back into the country because so many people are afraid that without the extra money their the value the availability of food supplies and electricity electricity is going to be harder to afford or even import increasing the severity of the whole situation the world uh the world food program fears that the food supplies will run out by the end of the month pushing 14 million individuals into starvation that is that is so many that is a that is a lot. very low amount of days okay that's the i was put i put that poorly but i meant yeah the duration of time is so low and the number of people that are going to be affected guys, by it it's so donate. high honestly just do it donate i think if we all do it and if we all kind of spread the world word and everyone does it it'll it might help a bit well i'm sure it will help in some in some way i think i put um, even... some resources on our website for our first episode i think the links are still good so you can go and visit those links. Yeah. I mean, it's been almost four decades. I think it's been a little over four decades of this whole thing in Afghanistan and its, it's citizens it's are suffering about, so much because of it. It's been 
Afghanistan as a country has been in a war for a really long time. I mean, for as long as I remember. Yeah, I definitely I, I agree with you. And I also realize the next point I'm about to make is something that you've already said last week, but I'm just going to quickly summarize it. Um, Taliban is trying to uh, kind of assure the world that they've become more moderate, but a lot of the top female leaders within Afghanistan has to be fled or is going into hiding, and some are fearing for their lives and their children's lives. And those who do um, seek uh, report, um, who seek out reporters to try and tell their stories, can't give their real names or their faces because they there's so much fear about being um, um, being found and being killed and tortured. Um, and there are a lot do have of a uh, the reputation of doing that, right? Definitely, and I think you did say this as well um, previously that there are. No, I think there's literally no female law um, makers or anything like that at all no. in the in the Afghanistan government. Yeah, not yeah, not anymore. Yeah, they're rallying for um, the rights to education and jobs, which I was really hoping that we were past because we shouldn't be needing I mean, it's to, the 21st century. Yeah, we shouldn't be needing to rally for education and jobs. It's human rights. We shouldn't be needing to rally for gender equality or any sort of equality at all. It should just be human rights. That is upsetting. Yeah, which also leads quite nicely into the final point that we have because tomorrow is Peace One Day, uh, the 21st of September. Join everyone else around the world to celebrate peace and make a positive impact for the future as well as its future generations. Help contribute to our world's future by doing a peaceful act. Every little act counts. You can do like anything you want. You go make amends with um, someone that you might have lost touch with. Go say sorry for something you accidentally did. Go make a new friend. Text you know, your friends. Just Catch up with say your friends. Say hi to your friends, of course. Especially during the pandemic and everything that's going on online, it's so important to stay connected to each other. And to just... Yeah, definitely. For sure. Sorry, you cut out for a second there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I okay. said definitely, but... Yeah, okay, I think we're done with the five-minute news, and then you can carry on for the main topic for today. Yes, there was so much for this topic, and it was honestly extremely hard researching it because this is deep. Like, um, I think we've done the Asian violence one, and I, I know, Kara, you researched that one, but how was it researching that? I do think that I understand what you mean by saying it was very hard because it's... It's something that you don't want to think about much, but it is something that is happening. No, honestly, I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah, in such like a developed country like America, you know, it's one of the top leading countries. Yeah, that, in, it's, the, it's our, probably the richest well, country. In, in our world currently, and for that country to going through like this major problem like this, and how um unspoken it was for a really long time, that, that kind of got me a little angry to say the least but just extremely angry for starters yeah and i also i don't know if this is something that you also kind of struggle with but i found a lot of websites and a lot of information it was hard to kind of narrow it down to some of the main points yeah for um for that for the episode so i i think you 
I think we got a little bit more extra time for this one because this one is definitely really, really boring. Yeah. And it's also been going on for way too long. It has. It's been going on since when slavery started, which is like, I honestly don't know. And that was when America was founded as well. Yeah. I honestly can't. Decades. It's been so long. Um, and also, I'm not going to be talking about everything today, and that's because I couldn't fit everything in. And I think, I think because there's so much history and there's so much that's been going on, and and again, because it's been going on for such a long time that that it's you can't cover it in just half an hour. Yeah. All right. So take it away. Yes. Today we'll be discussing the extremely important topic of racism in the U.S. against its black population. We'll discuss the importance of awareness, the brutal acts carried out by the police, whose main job is to protect and serve, and so much more. During the past year, I personally remember seeing the Black Lives Matter movement on the news, where around 15 to 20, 26 million people took part, just in the U.S. Do you remember, Cara? I don't think I remember as much as you, because I wasn't really on the news back then a lot, but I do remember it was briefly um, announced. Yes. We weren't there protesting because we were in a serious lockdown where we lived and no one was really out uh, on the streets. And I really wish I could have been there, but we weren't. Me too, definitely. Yeah. Anyways, the international movement was sparked on the, um, by the tragic death of George Floyd, who was murdered by the police. Everything began when an, em- an employee at a store called the police on Mr. Floyd saying that he brought a packet of cigarettes with a counterfeit $20 bill and seven minutes later the first squad car arrived on the scene. Mr. George Floyd was unconscious and pinned beneath three police officers. Ex-officer drove in, kept his knee on his neck for at least eight minutes and 15 seconds even after he was unconscious, and even after paramedics arrived. The only thing I'm glad, and there was nothing good about this, but at least someone filmed it, and someone caught this on tape, or else this probably would have been ignored like all the others, and not have gained the attention it has now. Yeah, I definitely agree. Sorry for interrupting there, but I do remember that i saw the video right after i heard it uh, around a little bit more on the news yeah and i did see it and it was honestly it was kind of hard to watch it was extremely hard i think i cried um anyways um the day after mr floyd's death the four officers involved in this murder were fired and and finally on may 29th after so many protests across the globe the hennepin county attorney mike freeman announced that um third degree murder and second degree manslaughter charges against derek chauvin would be um charged with yeah Moreover, on June 3rd, the prosecutors added a more serious charge against Joven and also charged the three other former officers, Thomas Lane, J. Alexander Kung, and Totao, with aiding and abetting second-degree murder. This has a slightly happier ending, but most of these kind of cases probably don't get to see the light of day and go unreported. And it's sad that a country's police target a certain group of people because of untrue stereotypes, such as that black people are violent, and also, obviously, because of racism. Um, my heart really goes out for people who experience 
who experienced this and the family members who had to lose their loved ones to this ongoing problem. I'm not in their shoes and I can't imagine how scary it is when an officer pulls you over or or just anything really. It is shocking how racism is so prevalent and it is sad that these occurrences aren't rare. I also noticed that how some people said all lives matter, which they do, but I think it's not really appropriate when we're protesting for the African-American population that had and still is facing injustice in their everyday lives and don't have the privilege white people have. I feel angry when non-black people say racial slurs and especially when they say it so nonchalantly. They really have to learn about the history and how it degraded and disrespected African-Americans during slavery. And why is our world so bad? It is literally burning and not, nothing much is being ha- being done. People are getting killed by the police who, who I'm going to say again, is whose job it is to protect and serve everyone. And they're not doing that. And animals are being abused all over. And especially because this problem is less spoken about since last year, racism, I think it is so important and so crucial to spread awareness about what has and still is going on. I didn't mention or tell the stories of the others like Breonna Taylor and the 12-year-old murder of Tamir Rice. He was so young when he was killed. And that's because there are so many cases and I honestly had a hard time researching. I'm sorry I just told the story of George Floyd, who I think almost everyone has heard about at least once, but I think he was one of the most key turning points and one of the most leading reasons why the movement really spread globally. Now I'll be telling you the ways you can help this movement to stop racism. Today, I didn't talk about all the problems that the black community currently face, but I hope that I covered the topics well, because this, again, is an important topic and racial crimes are just so hateful and so appalling. Now, let's talk about ways um, in which you can help the movement in stopping racism. You can support the families that have suffered through the um, through this um, police brutality, like Dante Wright's family, and through Go- GoFundMe pages, donate to Black Lives Matter, Black Visions Collective, Reclaim the Block, NA- NAACP Legal Defense Fund, American Civil Liberties Union, National Bail Fund Network, local bail funds across the U.S., National Police Accountability Project, Know Your Rights Camp, and so much more. I'll list this in our website, um, on our Instagram at, at Gen Z Podcast. You can go and join the protests, exercise your vote, show your support, and spread awareness on social media, and most importantly, educate yourself. We'll put, um, and like I said, these links are on our website and I really hope you learned something and go educate yourself on this problem that has been going on for way too long anyway yeah I think sorry I think what you just said was really really powerful I was definitely speechless for a while and I completely understand what you were saying about how we personally have no uh, personal understanding of what it feels like to be treated in that horrific way yeah so we don't know it's probably so much worse than we we can imagine it to be because imagine being scared on the streets like when i see a police officer i mostly feel safe and you want to feel protected right you do i do i think i feel that way but most people can't and that's sad
Yeah. They're, and they're what I'm dogs. about to say it. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm about to say is gonna it's gonna be a little I'm gonna try to phrase this in a way that it's gonna be the most probably the in the most sensitive way that I can. But it is true that the police officers that have done this to George Floyd and to so many others are it's horrific and it's completely wrong. But I'm gonna try to phrase this correctly. But there are still so many police officers I, out there who are trying right? who are who are trying, who are yeah. doing, and who are doing their proper job to protect its citizens with equal rights. And I don't think that we are able to completely judge the whole police no, force based not. on. Definitely. And I think a lot of, I've, I think I've, of lot, I, I think I've seen a lot of um, police officers who have been judged by the actions of others. And I think we need to be a little bit more mindful about that because there are a lot of people, the majority of the police officers out there are good, are doing their jobs, are doing their proper jobs. And I realize a lot aren't, and which is horrible, and they're abusing their power. But I do want to point out, I think we both do want to point out that not all of them are like that, and we should be a little bit more cautious. Yeah, I think it's what's sad is that these few people and their few and their actions have really damaged their reputation and have, you know, um, created this type of negativity towards police officers in general. Because it's not true, and I think all police officers, I'm not all, but most police officers are really good and have, um, um, that kind of motivation to really help this world. Yeah, I think that that that's that's so so true. Um. Anyways, uh, another problem that I feel like I haven't mentioned is that, um, African Americans in general don't get the kind of same fair treatment as um white prisoners do because they get um heavier sentences and definitely more severe punishments for sure. I think, and it also, it's also kind of, I'm going to play, I'm going to expand this a little bit further. I didn't research this in much detail, but I think women also get a lighter sentence. I think it's just because of this um, stereotypical view that people still kind of have. And this, it's kind of true though. I think some women tend to get off a little lighter especially people, white people, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about that at all. So I don't think I'm going to try and comment on that at all, because I haven't really done anything on that. I, but I, I kind of see what you mean, how maybe uh, white women, again, we haven't researched this at all. This is just like, thoughts, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's getting um, better. Do- Everything's getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also did. I saw this. Um, I saw this episode on the uh, on. Um, I think it was Noah Trevor once. Uh, it was just an episode on how white people were calling the cops mm-hmm. on black people for no apparent reason at all. It's comedic, and but the, it's also really. It was serious. so funny. It was so stupid. It was insanely stupid. One of them, a, a white middle aged woman, called the cops on a nine year old boy who allegedly sexually assaulted her by his grabbing backpack. her ass. And it was his, his backpack brushed her. It, it literally brushed her back. It was nowhere close to her ass. And he was, like, crying, and it was he was hugging his mom. 
and and he was sobbing and then she was just yelling into the phone saying this kid sexually assaulted her his backpack brushed nowhere close and it was a kid and it was so crowded like honestly it's not on purpose it was a kid and also he's a kid they're literally their literal job is to grab things and put them in their mouth i don't get it honestly i think that was just so uncalled for and so unnecessary and I think this. Like, what are you? I think these kind of topics are one of the hardest that um, we can talk about. And, and I, I know, I know we haven't seen much of this lately. And I think that's why I kind of chose to um, resurface this kind of topic because I've I've heard a lot about this in like 2020. I think during our first quarantine period. But memories. Uh, and banana bread and um anyway yeah. um i think it's good to just spread more awareness because we haven't heard about this a lot definitely yeah the protests were yeah. really were definitely big oh yeah and i forgot i was gonna mention um for protests actually no i completely forgot what i was gonna say Oh yeah. Um. This okay. This is gonna. This is gonna sound. This is. I'm gonna try to phrase this in a prop. Prop. Like. And if you're going to join protests, uh, I think there have been a lot of cases where protests have um, gotten violent. And in in no way saying. And and protests in general. I'm not going to say anything. I think we did just said that. Yeah. Um. African Americans have no stereotypes about being violent, and I'm not saying it in any way, shape, or form. I'm saying protest in general can have the possibility of getting um violent and i think it's really we both think it's really important for you to express your voice and the things that you want to say that is really important unless it's hateful yeah don't 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 share hateful (laughs) views but do try and kind of do try and help be a little bit more um and make that have a little world because if you if you don't if you don't step in and make that change and if you don't try and and really let your voice be heard nothing's gonna be done and we're all gonna live in this miserable world forever. that no one deserves to live in yeah it's okay yeah 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 i don't i don't have much more to add do you just um i really hope you enjoyed this segment i know i i know it's it's really sad and we didn't have a much happier end to this. Then we, yeah, we we really, yeah. Also, it also links nicely to the last um, five-minute news point because tomorrow is Peace One Day, the 21st of September, and I think it links really nicely with the main topic today because just, just be nicer to people. There's nothing wrong with going outside and saying hi to a stranger. Mm-hmm. Just be nice. And also, I really hope you enjoyed this. I really hope you stay safe. Yeah, I don't know. But yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to us venting and mumbling and just talking, having a conversation, I guess. And just thank you for dealing with this whole quarantine thing. I don't think people say this enough, but like, thank you for staying indoors. Thank you for, you know, respecting people's like want to be a little bit more cautious. Yeah, thank you for vaccinating ourselves. Um, Thank you for everything that you do. We just want to say thank you. And also thank you for listening again. 
spread awareness. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Donate. You don't have to donate. Donate if you can. Yeah. Anyways. Or or get a or get a sponsor to donate for you. There's nothing wrong with that. And also, please subscribe and tune in for another episode next week. I have a couple ideas for next week's episode, and it's gonna be a little like it's gonna be what. It's going to be, I think, the next week's episode, I think it's going to be a little controversial, but I think it's going to be really fun. Ooh, so excited. Anyways, always yours, Alex and Kara. Bye. See you.